Yo. Whoa. Wow. All right. Wow. So there's a timer. <laughs> okay. Wow. Go, 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 go. Yo. Hey, what up, ladies and gentlemen? The bad kids are back. Summer break is has been over, but you know, bad kids don't listen. So we extended our summer break, but we are back. Here we are. I've missed you, and I'm back with my boys, Nick Beam, Como Se Dice Cruz, with more of that flavor for your ears. Hey, boys. It's been it's been a minute. It has. We are older, literally older and wiser. Everyone has leveled up, joined the dirty 30 club in our time away. Asterisk on the wiser part there. Yeah, that's true. Because Nick is still out here walling. <laughs> but yeah, birthday boys, the, the birthday brunch, birthday bunch. What did y'all do for your to celebrate yourselves as you ascended into this next level of age what did y'all do i feel like we should go age before beauty on this one yeah that's fucked up that's why i'm going yeah. last <laughs> oh wow no, so, okay. right, no, so no, no. Age i mean anyway you got, you got it mixed up there buddy you go first because you old nigga. You old wow fuck, fuck y'all so <laughs> on my birthday throwing it all the way back to july i dedicated all summer to celebrating myself nice so it all started with me getting two tattoos over the summer rockley and bulbasaur started my anime leg sleeve i don't know what it's called if you do a sleeve on your leg but who the fuck cares yo one time for rockley man several times for rockley there we go then for my actual birthday the homies nick beam was there Karim was there, V was there, Danny was there. We went nice. to a soccer game. You know, well, people showed up to the soccer game in varying degrees of timeliness. Was there rocket cars on the field or not? There were no rocket cars. It was a women's <laughs> soccer game because that is... For the no soccer cars, not for the women. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> to be very clear. You were about to get off season four strong, boy. <laughs> Niggas is about to get to murdered the in their level, comments. Dude. But yeah, there were no rocket cars because everyone had a great time. And then, uh, <laughs> wow, that was pretty much it. Just the soccer game. Just, and then on like a, a ghost from my past hit me up. Um, drunk as fuck on my birthday. It's been a long day. And then I have a ghost in my messages talk on some I miss you shit. And then that was a clusterfuck. But you know what? Your boy made it. He survived. He thrived. And he's here. Got Next, your old bitches. Well, next, he says, hey, to you hey, old man. bitches. Hey, man, look. Look, my bad. Got some stuff going so on in the back on here, but me what did i do for my birthday as you can see the old age is getting to me because i barely remember either that or it wasn't that eventful i try to keep it low-key um i think we just like we just did some dinner went out for drinks I'm, i went to uh this spot in stratford or milford it's called dockside brewery it was like a little indoor outdoor brewery restaurant kind of deal 
it was very unorthodox how they had the outside set up. It's kind of like uh felt like you definitely would have had to have been there multiple times to know how shit works. <laughs> Seriously, like, it was for your birthday, wasn't it like your birthday, then it was like Father's Day, then it was like Layla's birthday or something? Like, didn't y'all have like mad events in that short window? Uh summer summer was Layla's birthday, and then that was yeah, that was in the middle of June. And like we kind of did a big not a not a big but like a big thing for her and Usually around that time of year, immediately it's my birthday next, and everyone starts asking me what I want to do, and I tell everybody nothing. Sounds about you. What about but, you, um, Beam? What'd yeah, you do to celebrate yourself, King? Okay. So, I did something I've always wanted to do that I've done before, but I went to a volcano. <clears throat> that was the highlight of my birthday. Like, um, and then did you we start to, spitting bars into the volcano to make it active again? With or to, or to, or to, a, no, or to assert I your dominance so it doesn't erupt? Into, <laughs> Come on now. As soon as I flew into the state, shit started bubbling, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Word. No, but we went to the Pacific Northwest, man. We went to uh, battle-scarred Portland, Oregon. Um decrepit rioting torn down Seattle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay the uh oh yeah because you know that's if you've never been there you would never know how beautiful it actually is over there man it was 75 and sunny the whole time i did so a bunch of dope. shopping revamped my wardrobe nice and a bunch of my new clothes are made out of hemp which is, <laughs> this is so exactly what i want smoking it just smoking your clothes um, <laughs> smoking in my clothes Mm, um not bad, but we did portland city and then we drove to the coast the west coast and then drove up the scenic trail um we stopped at some place in between portland and oregon i think it was like olympia something like that and they have this like olympia well. washington i think somewhere close to olympia washington um but they have this artesian well, which is the highlight of my trip, where this this artesian well is just pouring out into, I don't know, some sort of water system. And it's like the only place to get artesian water. Um, and you can get like two gallons a day or something. And it's just flowing water, just clean, drinkable. And then there's like a brewery that was around the corner that used the artesian water to make their beer. Mm -hmm. And like, it don't was tell like Poland Spring about this location because you know <laughs> the motherfuckers <laughs> are. <laughs> I got Nestle on a blacklist, man. Dude, yeah, honestly, if you listen to... to this podcast, fuck <laughs> Nestle. And if you don't know why, Reddit will very much tell you because there is a whole subreddit called fuck Nestle. <laughs> Hydro and homies. That's how the people feel. Mm -hmm. Did you run into Howard Dean when you went to Oregon or nah? No Biaz? I don't. <laughs> no, Dave Chappelle? Just... We're going no, to of course. <laughs> Come on, now. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll let, I'll let that one out. I don't think I he ever went there. to Oregon, man. I, I didn't see. Him I don't think he made it. <laughs> I don't think he made it, man. He said he was going to Oregon. I don't think his campaign yo, just, made just it. Just let me there, die, man. yo. Just let me die. That's just let me die. I did yeah. see Bigfoot though, so that was fun. Nice. I did not see Bigfoot when I went a couple years ago, but I got a Bigfoot magnet that I lost. 
I got um I climbed to the and and we climbed to the we hiked to the top of the highest waterfall in Portland. Wait, you you hiked. You Come on, Nick man. Hiked. If we're talking You went about into growth, nature, nature and you hiked. And I I put on boots. And Sir, I had a backpack with boots. water. Sir, and I am so proud of you. There was no electricity at the top. It was very scary. Jesus. Wow. You did <laughs> it. One <laughs> mile. Because <laughs> last One birthday I went glamping and that was my first. With no yeah. electricity. I touched no grass, scary. boys. I touched let's, grass after. Let's go. Touching grass. Oh, Touching grass and shaking ass. Uh, <laughs> you know what I had to do it. So do you all have any like grand ambitions for your 30s because for me definitely doing like preparing for that inevitable career change out of education well out of the classroom into maybe something education related or getting my ducks in a row to start this restaurant food journey and nice. another thing that i am trying to do there's gonna be a lot of applause this podcast people just so you know another thing i'm considering doing is uh you know not doing everything solo dolo no more so your boy is out in these looking for love or whatever the fuck that is nice so i've been on the apps in my Makes 30s real go around man what about y'all what are, what are y'all ambitions for your 30s um so i, I had this project that i on for a long time um mm -hmm. it's talked it's to called get get well soon so that's one thing i'm looking forward to <laughs> my yes yes no but there are there are albums that need to come out now because i just flipped the switch and now all the 20 year old problems that i used to have are gone so now i listen to my old music and it's like damn i don't feel that way no more like i feel better now so like that was an interesting transition going back to listening to some of the old music now that, you know, I don't know if now that growth has happened. People, you see me, you see me. I did a little bit of that. This is okay. Just a short preview for the people out there. Yes. So, uh, we've been doing some upgrading as we've been staying in the house and saving money. And, you know, the finally here, built the, the PC. It happened. It's great. It looks great. It's running great. Yes. Thank you, man. Running great. Checking my temps right now as we speak. Um, <laughs> only cool half 50C. interested in this <laughs> yeah man but just just doing the things that i've my grand projection is doing a passion project and putting 100 percent into it because as we can see all of the constructs that have made up like the first 30 something years of our lives can be turned off and flipped and changed at a moment's notice we've seen it happen in front of us so like mm -hmm. <clears throat> Am I going full anti-work? Eh, I'm like 60% of the way there. Somebody, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, factually happy and staying, staying happy, finding my peace. Not just so, being alive, but living. You feel me? Word. Yeah, good luck following that, Cruz. Yo, for real. I have don't go last, bro. I've been thinking. <laughs> I have no possible good follow-up after that glorious answer. Um, for myself, for, I guess my goal for my thirties is to kind of just, I got, I got house shit to do, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got house shit to do for the next 10 years to try to get my money back and try to make this thing, uh, 
try to make this home as good as it could be for the next person so we can make it good for our pockets, right? Mm. And that's right. Um, as it goes for myself outside of that is I've been saying it forever, but to right get well soon, the project that's been in limbo for about four years now, which is no one's fault but my own. And um really just starting to to create more content, streaming more often. I we've been plugging it forever. I never do it. And I got like a notebook now that I write shit down in that I try to keep to try to hold myself accountable to because sure whatever I, I was doing was it's not working. All right. True. Um I respect the the change, trying out new things to try and get to and a I gotta point start keeping a journal for myself. That's something I told myself I want to do. Not just for my 30s, just like just moving forward. Just keeping a at least like a weekly log of shit that I do because I'd be forgetting shit. Prime example shit, right before be we started it. recording. I'd be forgetting shit, but you know, those are just kind of just some I guess some small stepping stones towards actual goals for 30s. I haven't really sat down and thought about that. I feel that. That was a good enough answer, man. That was a very good answer. You did it. You had you just had to believe. Now the while we have been in the house investing in things, building things, creating things. The streets have just been a fucking mess, y'all. The streets are a mess. shambles, man. Who thought now, 2021 would be worse than 2020? Seriously. Like, I'm ready to go back. Surge to surge. Everybody go back in the fucking house. Well, surge to surge, me specifically, go back into the house. I want to be back in the house again. Like, going to work every day was cool, but honestly... Nah, let me just work from home sometimes. Sometimes. Every once in a while. But so the streets are a mess and a lot of irresponsible fan behavior. Now, I want to ask y'all, like, to what extent should like artists have like conversations or lecture their fans about like their behavior and how it like messes up the things that they do so for example to throw it back a couple of years ago drake was like one of the headliners at camp flog and the fans booed this nigga simply because he wasn't frank ocean frank ocean never said he was gonna be there he didn't do no weird <laughs> cryptic internet shit like they like to do People just rumor mill hype themselves up. Someone tried to fucking speak it into existence and it did not work out. Right. And they they booed him off the stage. And like, granted, at the time, that headline was delicious to me. But having grown up a little bit, like, motherfuckers are really out here wilding. And recently, what was it, last weekend, the Playboy Cardi fans got the show canceled. But that, I think, is a little bit different because you can't leave 16 to 22 year olds outside for two hours and expect there to be peace but at the same time yeah not giving the energy you give on a daily basis <laughs> your last music video was you trashing a grocery store with your homies like shit was gonna go down you can't <laughs> <people waiting. laughs> 
it was gonna go down and it went down man yeah and then the show ended up getting canceled everyone had to get like refunds but like hate to see it. now if you are an artist and your fans are walling like how would you manage it like if you just had like your fans are either just fucking a property or they're like being disrespectful to other people like how would you handle like these rabid fans rabid i'm not saying nothing i'm letting them do whatever the <laughs> hell they want i ain't getting involved if i'm a star and i got bags on the line them them fans they got nothing to do with me i take Yo. no responsibility none talk it's them I... it's them i didn't do it i never told them to do that mm-hmm. leave me out of it but know that i'll pack a place out just look at the numbers right because that's me personally my fans, they, they, I don't know nothing about them. They're just doing their own thing. Like, imagine if, if Beyonce came out and was like, hey, guys, like, stop threatening to kill Becky with the good hair. And somebody started looking at Beyonce like, hey, you got the power to, you got the power to do that. And you ain't done that. You see, them, the B.I. be wilding sometimes, man. They, they go to sometimes. War. They nah, to war, so man. the, I remember, what the fuck is his name? Trick Daddy was on his podcast with trina and i think someone else and then he starts going off on the this like beyonce tangent saying like she can't sing or whatever and then obviously the hive heard about it and don't you know he has a restaurant in miami and they review bombed that man (laughs) to death (laughs) oh my god and like that's that's you know rabid fandom that i can get behind but like because then you have certain artists who like legitimately weaponize their fans against you. <laughs> and I'm not going to say any names, but it could rhyme with Smicky Sminaj. And, you know, <laughs> and now you just got like, okay, what would you rather try to survive through? A zombie apocalypse or a Barb's apocalypse? Are they zombies running mindless? loose? Barb's running loose. So, like, all right, for further context. So imagine <laughs> regular, like a regular zombie context, but then for the Barb's, it's like Nicki Minaj somehow has given them all the the privilege or the perk to like do a purge, like a purge movie. Would you try and survive the purge with the Barb's or zombie apocalypse? I'm going with Give the me the zombies. zombies. I'm going with the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm going with the zombies, man. Me too. I don't just, want no. Just smoke. how you just how you painted that scenario. Give me the zombies. No, I don't want any static with none of them. Nope. Nah. I've seen oh. somebody get doxxed online, man. They will ruin your shit. You can shoot a zombie. <laughs> you cannot shoot a barb. A zombie has no access <laughs> to the internet, dude. <laughs> Zombies will pull up, but you could take them out. Like if the barbs get a hold of your information and they swat you or get you fired from your job, and dig up some old questionable tweets and personal oh, attacks. God no. damn, yeah, zombie. No way in hell a zombie can do that shit. I'm, I'm mm. going with the zombies, man. That's zombies. that's amazing. Can that's you not imagine to say that? I don't respect Nicki Minaj's fan base because. Please don't hurt us. Right. <laughs> Clearly, our answer is that we respect and fear you in equal measure. Like I think that's we, what if you, you read want. through, if you read between the lines, what the Bad Kids Pod is saying is that 
we have a healthy and respectable amount of fear of you fans. <laughs> and, um, you know, we don't take you lightly at the Bad Kids Pod. So please continue to listen to us and stay away from our comment section, I guess. And don't don't do purge like things, please. Thanks. If given the possibility, please don't do purge like things in my immediate area. If you want to go to wherever, you know, rhymes with smogic is hanging out and do some <laughs> purge things over there. Hey. <laughs> hey. It's all legal, baby. You leave it's all legal out of this. Hmm. Never tired. You leave him out of this. Did he? Although, although he's back with more music, but that's yeah, I was just gonna say like, there's no way because I just saw that he was on like. All right, so let's let's get into music a little bit since we were already like dabbling there. Yeah. Now, the rest of the world really wanted you to be distracted by this certified lover boy Donda situation, but really, really, if you are paying attention. It's not neither of those albums are as important as the world will make you think it is, because really the conversation is which is better. Side A or side B of Hitler Wears Hermes by the one, the only West Side Gun. New York rap, New York rap, New, New York, York rap. rap. <laughs> oh, I got to make that a New fucking soundbite. New York rap. New York rap. All right. But yes, thoughts, impressions on like just the body of work West Side Gun has put together in both of these albums. Reactions, feelings. Okay, um, so I guess I should start out by saying that Westside Gun is my favorite member of Griselda because you obviously have to pick one, even though you don't ever actually to need to. One. You don't mm -hmm. ever have to, but you know, just because it's New York rap and one nigga must be better than another nigga because that's just the way that it works. <coughs> we don't make so the I'm rules. Going, we don't make the rules. It's just the way that this happens. Um, yeah, I love Westside Gun and. More than I love Westside Gun's rapping and presence on a track, I love his production. Um, and if I love anything more than his lyrics and production, it's the way that he gives Stove God Cooks a chance to do whatever it is that he does on a track. The more Stove God Cooks and Brother A.A. Rashid, like the things that he's putting together now, um, I don't know. It's, it's just for me. It's coming at a correct time. Um, I guess my standout line of the whole A side B side is you better go get you some motherfucking books. You better go study. You need some paintings in your motherfucking house, son. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude. If you don't got no art connected to all that tough, fake-ass, tough shit you niggas running around talking about, you going down like Christmas ornaments in February. In February. And that is <laughs> intro. That is intro. So I'm hooked. So side A, side B. Yeah, he's putting out... He has been putting out these, these amazing bodies of work. Just like as a concept as a whole. And that is my quick soapbox on West Side Gun. Yes, to piggyback off of that, I was on at first when Side A came out. I listened to it and I'm just like, this is 
like I was on my way to work. It was dark out still. I was not fully awake. I'm like, this is kind of too samey. Like I'm going to, I had to take a break and then dig back in later when I was like awake and functional. And I have to aggressively co-sign what you said about how he is using stove God cooks. And like, we think about the, the reason why, and it was, be like West Side Gun was just like reasonable drought by Stove God Cooks came out and it ne- it didn't get the attention that he felt it deserved. And so he was just like, I right, bet you are going to work with me. And then now we are going to show the world what you really can do. And bro. So Stove God Cooks is on tour with Conway the Machine right now. The Love Will Get You Killed tour, which was a good i'll talk about the show a little bit later but the love the love that houston had for that man not only was when he was doing his verses from like side a of hitler wears hermes but like when he got into reasonable drought like dog people were with him the whole time like, I feel like to a certain degree, like more people knew the words to his shit than Conway. But <laughs> that might just be because Kanye Conway is like be rapidly rapping, but like Stove God is like shit talking rapping. So it's much slower and like easier to learn the words to. But yo, he had that fucking building going up and it was a extreme pleasure to have seen him live after listening to to him. Now, Cruz, we know you don't listen to new music all the time. Nope. Did you make it to any of these? No, I did not because I was too busy listening to fucking albums from earlier. I was, I was, I had D Smoke, uh, Wars and Wonders in rotation because I was on a long, I was on a long list of shit that I would, that I was supposed to listen to, but didn't get to. But I was, I was listening to D Smoke, um, Faces was released on streaming services, so I put myself in a time machine and listened to that. Oh man, love that. Um, so sadly, I can't contribute to that conversation, but I have been listening to new music, just not what was on here. My 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 apologies, guys. So, side A or side B, Beam. Now, I think for to clarify for the for the people, I think side A has more of like his usual bag of New York rappers, but inside B you get more, I guess like industry presence. So you would get, for example, on Free Cutter, you get J Electronica. Uh, you get two chains on side B, you get Larry June, uh Tyler, the creator, versus like inside A, you get not necessarily like like Beam. You said AA Rashad, Rashid, a lot of Stove God cooks, some Mac Homie, Rome Streets, Sauce Walker. Now I mean Conway the Machine. <laughs> Lil Wayne pops Bro- up on on side A. Um, that, I think that was his only major industry presence besides jada kiss um mm-hmm. i really like i don't know i don't know i take it as the whole thing i like the whole thing just because of what you described it is 
it was literally it's literally two sides of the same type of feeling vibe like same it gives you the really gritty shit inside a and then side b you get a lot of features and you know people and super are, close to each other yeah i think yeah, within a week or two weeks yep um i, I guess i'll go with side a man I, i'll go with yeah side a. side a for me too Give me I that grimy shit. Give me that street chains. shit. Yeah, give me the street <laughs> shit. I always like J Electronica. I always like two chains. Um yeah, I, no, I was mad it. at I was mad as hell when I heard the J Electronica feature because I was like, I can't hate on this at all. At and all. you know hating is in my DNA. <laughs> and bro, man, man, never again. Please don't ever do this again to me, West Side Gun. Make me <laughs> run back a J Electronica verse. Like, stop it. It's not who I am anymore. Or I guess it is now. It is who I am. Just going to revisit that a written testimony um, exists. And I will continue to die on this hill. Jay Electronica did not get washed by Jay-Z. Jay Electronica did the washing. I'm, I'm going to keep talking about that because I'm going to be the only one to talk about that. And I'm going to mm-hmm. be the only one to make sure that people don't forget. Just go back and listen. No, but I don't have to talk I'm about. Just gonna it. send my shit. <laughs> no, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. That's fine. Just like I'm gonna make everyone do a Game of Thrones rewatch before the next one comes out. Like it's my job to make y'all aware of bad shit that isn't actually that bad. So, dude, I'm out. over I'm out. my dead body. Wait, no, you, you can't say that about Game of me, Thrones. Will you no, no, ever no. see me watch Game of Thrones again? Never. Okay. I'll watch, watch. I will. Watch I will pull up for the seasons. red the red wedding episode. I will be there for, and then I'm going home. I definitely watched the first four and a half seasons. I'm gonna take my things and I'm gonna go home. There you go. Putting this, putting the seed, (laughs) putting the seeds down. Okay, we'll see. Putting the seed, man. Now, Cruz, go for it. Oh no, I was gonna say I haven't even seen the trailer for the that new uh, spinoff. We don't even got to talk about it. We don't even. It's too fresh. It's too raw. I don't even know if I want to like it yet. I don't want to. All right, uh, go for it. Well, you did bring up some major important news. Faces is now on streaming services, and I think it broke a record uh, in like week one vinyl sales. That shit moved over like a thousand units. And it like on Billboard, it was like number four or some shit like that. Like the the streets missed this. Oh boy. Talk to him. How do you feel? I'm loving all of these stats and all of these accolades, but I can't help but feel like it wouldn't have been like that if he were here. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is like, mm, that's a big, I'm not going to say a grain of salt. That's like a teaspoonful of salt with all those accolades for me. That's true. But that being said, needed it. Love it. Amen. And a motherfucker who sold him that shit is getting put away. Yep. Thank God. I can't believe like how instantly emotional I got upon playing pressing play. I think what is it? The the first line of the album is like, I might die before I detox. And I'm just like, I actually can't right now. I I did, but I, I felt like I could. I couldn't. Like I was yeah. like you were saying the time machine, like I was back. What was the the apartment on Vincelette? 
and listening to Faces for because Nick put me on to Mac Miller through Faces, and then I remember. I was like talking about like the lack of features of like major artists. And then Rick Ross came on and I remember mm-hmm. freshly losing my mind, like <laughs> freshly just like did it, without a J feature, did it without a Drake feature. Come on now. All right. Yeah. So that's for a living legend. Yeah. Like springtime does not feel the same without a Mac Miller release. Like he was definitely for me one person who in this like come march april i'm looking forward to that mac miller springtime release like and every like his last three albums were well not not counting um not counting circles but the last three albums was it good am feminine divine and swimming like Mm -hmm. totally like the the progression and the growth from Good AM to Swimming totally different sounding albums all three apart but all three just as good. Yes, that's why we. It is my intention of just like constantly appreciating people for what they do while they are here, which is why I will go yeah. uh, so far out of my way to like spend money on merch, go to a show, do something, because like. We got to honor the people that we have while we have yeah. them. I would have loved to see where he was, where he would, like, what his music would be like now if he were still here. Because his, he, he, like, gradually started getting into more upbeat, funky, jazz, I guess, like, infused hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. The live instrumentation on his last few albums would. Uh, a Mac Miller bad bad not good collaboration. <laughs> that would have been crazy. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Shout out to Bad Bad Not Good in their new album. I would be this. If you like jazz, yeah. Them Canadian white boys is is snapping on their new their new project. Beam, have you you still never went back to listen to Circles, have you? No. Are you ever going to? Probably yes, not. you are because no. I'm planting it. See now, you are because if you're gonna make us watch that shit again, you're gonna listen to this album and you're gonna love okay. it. Okay, okay. The seed was planted a long time ago, I know, but motherfucking young thug pulled a fast one on me. Yo, That's, he yeah oh, he fucked me yes, up. Pulled he a fast he one. me up with that one too. And yeah, it sounded like the Mac Miller that I fell in love with. Because Lovey Mac Miller came too soon for me personally. Um, faces was yeah, Faces was my my bag. And and I don't Fucking, know. I, I anyway, saw that he, I saw that little that little snippet, and I was like, oh, that hurts. Mac Miller is the last verse on Young Thug's uh, Pink or Punk album, depending on I don't know if P P Star NK. I don't know what he calls it, Pink or Punk. Um, but yeah, Mac Miller showed up, and then it made me realize that there are more Mac Miller verses out there that some of these artists have. That we haven't heard from Schoolboy, and we haven't heard from Av, and we haven't heard from, you know, whatever. Uh, how how many? However many songs he did with. Uh, I don't think we would ever get Anderson Pack. I don't think Anderson Pack. Yeah, Andy. Andy will give us one. But I I don't see a world where Q or Soul use 
a Mac Miller verse. I think that on an official release project. I don't think that'd, that'd be oh, tough. for sure. That'd be tough for Q to do. They were they were so tight. But it renewed my uh you know, it 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 renewed something in me about Mac Miller and you know, mourning his death and knowing that there are still verses scary. that aren't just lovey divine feminine like where's my rapidity rap Mac Miller cuz that's who I Where's my one in him. Rome Mac Miller? Mm -hmm. Right. So, it was like yeah. watching that clip. He's what did he say? Young Thug said that he went and recorded that. What was the song called? The day, day before. Day before. Yep. And then he did that shit the day before. You know, unfortunately, that shit happened. That shit is fucking scary. That's nuts. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Now revealed. Yeah. Speaking of like Cruz, you mentioned that the dude who sold Mac like the fentanyl laced. Mm-hmm drugs is doing time but they're not the only one prison roll call ladies and gentlemen new people are getting locked up and this person probably did not see it coming fetty wop oh fetty wop just got arrested <laughs> yo what have i haven't heard from that dude in years so arrested at rolling loud on like federal drug charges and he had Hate the whole it. shebang whatever you needed he could have facilitated now <laughs> the other day i was scrolling through twitter and someone had mentioned like wrote an article like highlighting like the suspicious behavior that kind of takes place at rolling loud if you pay attention like there are <clears throat> Like he alluded to, the author alluded to the fact that Rolling Loud may or may not be run by the feds. Because if you look at it, this year, Fetty Wap and company got arrested at Rolling Loud, New York. Last year or two years ago, Casanova, Pop Smoke, one or two other artists were like, they were like, you cannot perform at Rolling Loud because it will incite violence, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> uh, Rolling Loud Miami, Kodak got arrested. Um, I think someone else got arrested. Like So like realistically, every time Rolling Loud comes around, someone is going to jail. And or there is going to be a over, it's an over-policed event and someone is going to one of the performers not just the fans someone who is performing someone who was paid to show up there is being paid to show up into a trap which is Sick really behavior. crazy consider but and it just keeps happening and i like that was a really illuminating article for me because like a i miss music festivals but b like is this for really trap like is he? I mean, it looks like, like a duck. Sounds like right? a duck, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't. It's just nasty behavior <laughs> that I just want us all to be aware, aware of. <laughs> like, be really intentional about who you're giving your money to, and if it's like organizers are putting these things together, and you're not getting what you want, and then as a as a you know audience person, but like also as an entertainer like nah like mm, the writing might be on the wall for that event in particular or they're going to sanitize it so heavily that you know only the biggest named 
acts, big money acts, big record labels, and Rolling Loud will just become a shell of the culture and more like an an overall event. Like it kind of. I think that's like, what it's getting to. Right. You know. That's you what just, it's trying to be. Get the you just shoo some of the black people you don't really like out of here somehow, right? And then Rolling Loud turns into. I mean, I'm I got my tinfoil hat on, but if you want to make a jump into being like a large festival, you know, there's there's a problem that goes on in the American entertainment industry, and hip hop is still not accepted as the biggest genre. Like it, some people don't feel that way, I guess, in the ivory towers. <laughs> So there could be a mm-hmm. fin trap. I mean, it seems like they may just be setting up to pivot. So we're going to stop showing up and then it'll turn into something else. And of, it is of. also deeply problematic because it's a it started in Florida. And, you know, nothing good starts in Florida. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> good nothing. Florida. Not if you're listening there, in Florida, we, we're sorry that you're there. But we know you have no sh- control over Florida, man. A show that we went to beam. That was to me amazing. Isaiah Rashad. Yeah. Shout out to Zay. I'm I'm pissed. I wanted there to be like another poster for um for this show so I could take it and hang it up next to this one. But I'll settle for the merch. But yeah, what were your thoughts, feelings, reactions, impressions of the show? Because I feel like this might be our first concert that we've actually been to together well True. i had so much fun while i was th- ha. you could have <laughs> went to the connecticut show but you you didn't um i'll keep it brief um it was interesting show to say the least um they tell you to never meet your heroes um we ended up i did i had no idea but we were walking into a meet and greet so that was interesting Seeing nice. another uh, 30 year old black man, <laughs> literally 30, literally 30. Somebody who I looked across from and he looks very similar to me, just like in general, mm. just like I see, I could see myself where he was at, cracking inside jokes with his friends and you know, smoking a lot of ganja. <laughs> it was an interesting experience to say, and, and then to casually drop that a versus 20,000, which I really just can't let go. Um, well, someone asked him how well, much the I mean, first yeah, uh, feature yeah. was. But oh yeah, 20, 20 goes twenty k. So like that's that's the type of stuff that it may, it puts life into perspective. So I was already blown away at the meet and greet, yeah. like this guy. Um, but the venue was big enough. We were on the floor, so that was different. I haven't been in floor general pop during a concert in so long, so that was fun to get back out. His banger songs are so good because shout out to his engineer. This is all the type of stuff I'm thinking about when I'm at concerts. Because when I go to concerts, I'm high concept. I'm going to Kanye concerts. I'm going to Childish Gambino concerts. Like, I'm going to see. You don't want to go brain. see someone just big brain. Re- just mm. just recite their lyrics, right? Yeah, I that's not my bag. So I watch, you know, from a an artist perspective, from um, a musician's perspective. Like, I want to I want to see what your sound design team is doing behind. Like, can we hear you when you're rapping? Do you rap over your backing track when you're on stage or are you flexing it with your own voice because all that stuff matters to me right like Mm -hmm. um he did a good you would have appreciated um the conway show because they are they were rapping there was no backing i don't want no backing tracks i don't want Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. 
I mean, you know, you get winded on stage because it's a lot of jumping around. It's very high. Um, he did, a, he did like, a good it's, job. It's, all, it's a high cardio. It's that's a lot. People don't realize. Now, you had mentioned Stove God Cooks got a lot of love because he raps slow and you can kind of learn the words. Now, they had Rayvon start for Isaiah Rashad and Rayvon is somebody else from TDE. And he's on Top stage. And <laughs> a lot of his songs are really fast rapping songs. Like he has a lot of double time and stuff like that. So I'm looking at Rayvon on the stage and seeing how people can't really get into it so much because he's rapping so fast, but he's killing it. So it's just like a very good. And then Maxwell Cream comes out. So, you know, the fucking energy. Maxwell. Mad. Maxwell. <laughs> came out, did one song and bounced. So that was dope as hell. Um, Trade of Truth came out. Trade of Truth came out shortly after Maxwell Cream. Um, yeah, Isaiah Rashad put together a, a very good show besides 16 ounce Bud Lights being $17. But we don't have to. Uh, that either. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, he didn't He didn't set the price. He didn't do yet. that. He didn't do of, that. But he, of my three, sanctioned that. Of the three shows that I went to, that was the most ridiculously priced venue that i had been in like i so i was at the the warehouse downtown for conway the machine and the conway show was dope there were there was so much i've seen at that one show there was easily like 17 different performances because he was just bringing people out it was a string of people like opening like young acts from houston and shit like that then, like, Stove Got Cooked came out, and it was amazing. Then Conway came out. But, like, the, the thing that plagued that show was the sound system. Like, yeah. honestly, everyone all night, every artist, DJ, like, sound man, turn it up. Sound man, turn up the music. I can't hear. Turn it up. And, like, so this is probably, like, I don't know if I would ever go back to the warehouse because, like, thankfully... Conway the Machine is a true entertainer and he knows the job and he has the skill to do the job well. And so did everyone he brought out. So like all the drum work team, like Seven to Genius was out there killing it. Love her. But they just kept running into these issues where the mics would stop working. Mid bar, mic drop. Oh, and by the time... Because they were, and there was no backing track. It was just them and the instrumental. They kept going. And when their mic came on, they were right on cue with where they needed to be. So, like, they definitely showed out their professionalism. And Conway extended the show, like, 40 minutes. He was just like, yeah, this was, this should have been done 30 minutes ago, but fuck them. And kept the show going. <laughs> Which I appreciated as a fan because, like, because it was so, the the technical issues were so constant throughout the show like, mind you, he's bringing on surprise people, right? The the young team uh, that is drum work, give them time to shine, be on stage, get more ears. He's trying to bring out people, surprise, you know, show the fans. So I think he also right, had Trey the Truth or someone from Houston come out. The surprise was ruined because as soon as he goes to rap, the mic's not working. Oh, so, man. So that was, like, really disappointing. But I thought the artist handled it well. Uh, I was disappointed. The only shirt I wanted at the Conway show, they didn't have my size, so I got a medium. Don't know when I'm going to wear that shit. Uh, 
Mount Joy at the House of Blues, where Isaiah's show was originally was supposed to be. That was cool as hell. It's like just like Toad's Place, but like fancier. And that show was super dope. The mer- I almost spent way too much money on merch because that shit was fire. Um, but yeah, Isaiah Rashad, that was the crowning jewel of my three concert run. And unlike Beam, I was in full thought mode, just like, please just give me life. <laughs> I'll play all of the fucking songs. He did like songs from all of his projects. He did Sevilla <clears throat> Demo. He did uh son's tirade he did the house is burning and he just i don't know i was there for literally every second of it when maxo cream came out i had a heart attack i was screaming losses like losses my dog <laughs> could not deal you couldn't tell me that i was I, that i grew up in connecticut when i saw maxo cream on stage i'm just like houston till i die in this very moment <laughs> but yeah like now the summer's over that was like the the culminating piece of summer like really happy about how that concert run turned out now we have a few things in the game sphere that i want to touch on but first what games are y'all playing actively right now Go ahead, go ahead, Cruz. Okay. Um, Rocket League's always in rotation. I'm just going to reiterate that. If I ever don't mention it, just know that it's there. Um, I played and beat Kana Bridge of Spirits. Um, it was like it was announced as a PS5 game, but I guess they got in bed with, uh, with Epic Games. So it's PC, PS5, PS4. That I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, it was a good little RPG. It was only 40 bucks. Um, I'd say it was like a 15, 20 hour campaign, depending on how much exploring you do. Did you do any of the side quests? Um, there were no side quests. Oh, so that that, no sense. wonder you liked it. That's why it's only $40. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there was plenty to do in, in the game, but again, there were, there wasn't any like crazy extravagant side quests there's more so the hunt for collectibles and the hunt for the little um they're called rots it's it, it, it reminded me kind of of pikmin if you're nintendo's pikmin you remember that where you mm-hmm. go and you collect the little mm-hmm. the little helpers that's what they're called the rots but they're um they're essentially like i guess spirits um and you play as a spirit guide if you've ever watched um Avatar The Last Airbender or any show like that where there's heavy emphasis on the physical and the spiritual world. It it kind of delves towards that. I like um, that. That's was, low key my bag. It it reminded me a lot of like a, like playing a Zelda game and how the environment is and the artwork. Um controls were cool. Gameplay is is, is pretty good. I like that shit. Um my only gripes with the game was there's there wasn't much backstory on on Kana herself on the main character. They they kind of just threw you in as this spirit guide. They give a little backstory towards the end, but not much. If a part two came out, I'd I'd purchase it. I mean, I I purchased this game day one just because it looked so like it looked good. 
word. Um, that was my yeah. That's my only qualms. Is there's no really, there's not much of a backstory on Kanda, but the gameplay gameplay is king, right? True. What about so, you, Beam? What are you playing right now? Um, so no longer playing, but just finished last night, The Last of Us Two. Um, <laughs> how do you feel? So, are you so, recovered? So are you whole me, again? Join me in my Nick Beam's podcast. Um, it is a eight hour special episode about how awful. <laughs> don't you dare we don't have the time to talk about it here on the bad kids podcast where we fill you in on music culture gaming life living and laughing and loving um, join me on my super negative podcast Nick <laughs> the last of us too <laughs> oh man don't get me Emotional started roller coaster uh not even a roller coaster because roller coasters go up you know what I mean? Um, this one just kind of, it was just a well of sadness and depression. And then it ended. Um, I'm, I don't want to talk too much about it yet. Right now, I got to get my feelings in order, probably see a therapist or three. Um, <laughs> so now I'm moving on to Age of Empires, real-time strategy. And I want to check Shut out. Shut the fuck up, really? Yeah, mobile? It's on Game, it's on game Pass. Uh, oh, not mobile. Oh, I'm in there. No, Age of Empires on PC. On PC. Like through oh, Xbox, lame. Microsoft, Game Pass, oh, Ultimate, three month free trial with your. I'm sorry. Um, oh wait, I yeah. think my computer might be strong enough to handle that. Yeah, man. I think you mean the one you're gonna build? Is. Nope. They got the old ones. They got the new ones. I guess the new one five just came out or six or something like that. So that's mm-hmm. that's gonna be my new time sync. Um, try some real time strategy. Where and I'm also, I also started that? Horizon. Um, hey, let's go. Appreciate. Better I got the PC never. in the bedroom, so I got I got before video before bed I play PlayStation, so I'm I'm gonna start Horizon and I'm gonna finish Ghost of Ghost of Tsushima. So that's dude, that's my bad. Be ready for a fourth or fifth therapist when you finish Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> boy, boy, I was ugly crying in that bitch. Oh, <laughs> at know. least twice, at least I twice, I was ugly crying. I feel it. I might restart that, John. And the online for Ghost of Tsushima is pretty fun. Super fun. Super Definitely fun. Definitely good replayable. time. Maybe we should go uh, back to that. Yeah, maybe. Miss playing Ghost. Let's stream it as a community of gamers. Now, for me, my, my big time sink is now Elder Scrolls Online. I'm jumping back in. First round, I did like a wood elf, but I'm like, forget that nonsense. Forget bow and arrow. I am now like a a orc dragon knight guy. So all I do is set people on fire and hit them with a mace. And it is thoroughly (laughs) satisfying. It is very satisfying. And then I have also picked up from Beam Breath of the Wild. And I was playing that this morning, trying to figure out how do I get this warm doublet so I can go get this other little tower thing. Not having a good time yet, but I'm going to suffer through because it's been a while since I've linked up with my boy Link. Speaking of, real quick, Nintendo, keep your hands very far out of my pockets with this hot shit y'all got going. So real quick, they are doing like a OG Sega and Nintendo release. So you're going to have the ability to play Ocarina of Time, 
all the older Sonics. The one I'm most excited about, Majora's Mask, is going to be mm -hmm. available. And, like, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remake is going to drop for the Switch in, like, two and a half weeks. Nintendo, this is gonna be a very I, expensive I, see, month for I see what you're doing with the ramp up to Christmas. Okay? I see it. Devil, did you uh, stop it? Did you did you read about their uh, their troll? No. So when they announced this expansion pass, so this uh, this N sixty four and OG Sega Online spiel, it's supposed to be like their it's going to be an expansion to their Nintendo Online. Mm -hmm. um, when you subscribe to Nintendo Online, you get access to SNES classics and NES classics. If you for an additional, I think thirty for one person. I don't know what the family price plan is. But for an additional 30 bucks for the year, you get access to the N64 and the Sega. And the people were like, oh, like the fans were like, oh, this is horseshit. This is bullshit. You shouldn't be charging a extra for it. This and this and that. It's a Nintendo troll. And they were like, oh, well, you guys don't want it. All right. Well, then screw you guys. We're not going to give it to you. And then there was backlash for that. And they were like, oh, no, wait, we're just kidding. We're just kidding. Give it to us. Take our money. Sons of bitches. And then, and, and then it dropped. No solidarity. How can we right? seize the means of production with fucking paper handsy bitches like this? And then it drops, <laughs> see it. comes out, and they're they're having like like severe like frame rate and stability issues with some of the titles. But love to all, see it because I don't all have things it yet. that I'm sure that can be ironed out. I just thought that was funny. I, I thought I'd mention that while we were on the topic of that, and Dude. I'm probably gonna get that shit around Christmas time. Oh, I definitely will because I'm not gonna have anything else to do. I have like two weeks off for Christmas break. Bring that shit on. I mean, if I if I still have this job, fingers crossed. All right, boys. Anything? Any last thoughts, impressions, things we want to give our listeners something to think about before we see them again, or they see us again, rather. Oh man, everybody, take care of yourself. Treat yourself. Mm -hmm. There's a very uh. I felt a shift in the world recently. That's just my 30th birthday. Just my 30th oh. birthday. <laughs> shift in the world. Okay. I just want everybody to take care of themselves, man. Oh, and you know what? I do got some news. It could be good or bad, but I went to the eye doctor and they recommended I wear reading glasses. So nah, uh, what a nerd. When oh they say it says the man ah, has glasses on. <laughs> When they say it's all downhill, once you turn 30, they were not lying. Shit starts breaking. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. Take care of yourself. Go see a primary doctor. Live, laugh, Just fucking love. at me already. I'm going to go to the doctor at some I point. Love, I mean, yeah, let's, let's both, because I was talking about myself as well. Oh, word. All right. So then, yeah, don't. I take back yeah. my reaction. All right, folks. It's been the Bad Kids Pod it's your boy Jafanity, the host, always doing the most, joined by the greatest bad kid in the world, Nick Beam. And one time for the one time, Como Se Dice, Cruz. Alright, folks, keep it funky, keep it fresh. We out until next time.